0: Hi, and welcome to Prairie Rose Possibilities, the podcast. My name is Cami Kanikins and I will be your host as we tour all over the Prairie Rose Possibility projects happening across our school district in southeastern Alberta. We will take a look at some of the big goals in the projects as we talk to project leads and school leaders, and we will see what moves they are making to create sustainability for the projects into the future. Today, we are with Michelle Cowie, and Michelle is at Foremost School, which is a K 12 school in quite southern Alberta. And so, it's one of our few schools that's K 12. Michelle is here today to talk to us about, well, it used to be the Rodeo Club, and now it's the Rodeo Academy. Michelle, why don't you even start us off by talking about that change?
1: I, I would say last year uh, the difference between Mr. Steve's at the start of the year, we were we got together and we said, oh, okay, so we hosted an after-school program and we would have guest coaches come each week and the students would ride and practice their events. So we're keeping that the same, but Mr. Steve's and I said, how are we going to change from a club to an academy? What really made the difference was now we're offering. Uh, modules during the day, and we're going to be riding and doing the academy during the day rather than an after-school program.
0: Another piece to add to that is you've been involved with the Rodeo Club or Academy since the start, but you this is the first year that you're on staff as a teacher, so that's changed a little bit as well. So when you look back so far at what you've done in... I, I would say being able
1: to put the program within the students class time during the day for us and being able to create those modules that are rodeo or agricultural base that the students can learn during the day during class and then we can take that and then in the f- spring in april may june we're going to go out to the arena and ride during the day out at the arena and uh, something that's really big for us that we're looking to do is to find some full-time coaches this year that will um, we'll be with the students throughout April, May, and June every day while they're riding. And then we'll also have coaches come and help the students with their event specialties. So I think that's that's something that we haven't really seen being done anywhere else and that we think would be a big draw for our program for students to have their own rodeo coach.
0: So thinking of rodeo as a sport, is it is a shift of mind for some people, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like... Um, Generally, when kids are growing up around the sport of rodeo, they learn from their mom or their dad or maybe a neighbor or a friend. um, But it's not really that common anywhere to have a rodeo coach. And so that would be something definitely unique to our school and our program that we think would be a big draw for students.
0: So other than the change from club to an academy, Michelle, is there anything else that looks differently or has turned out differently than You first imagined when the foremost folks are starting to talk about having a a rodeo specialty or a rodeo club or academy? Oh, for
1: sure. I think it's actually been a few wild years. So (laughs) um, a few years ago, our egg society got together at a meeting and uh, just around a kitchen table and we were just kind of talking off the cuff. And we uh, one of the guys proposed a dream that he said he wanted to start an indoor arena and uh, i guess fast forward a few short years later and we're so close to achieving that we're just kind of waiting on on a grant and if if we get that then it's kind of a we're ready to go but our community has really got got behind us and came together on that dream and then in that same meeting um around the kitchen table we were saying oh kind of joking right could you imagine if we had a rodeo school where kids could ride during school and we could create connections with colleges down south and help kids go through our program to get scholarships. And it was kind of almost a joke. And But a few short years later, it's it's reality and it's happening and it's moving really fast. So that's a lot different than we ever expected. But it's crazy how many people are getting behind us. The rodeo world you think is a big world, but it's actually kind of a sm- <laughs> smaller than you imagine because when people find out what we're doing, they're really eager to help us and they're really excited about what's happening.
0: Well, it's great when you have community support and I'm gonna say industry support, it's amazing how exponentially quicker something can grow, hey? And uh, even uh,
1: we have Brittany here, our grade two, three teacher, and Brittany Comistic, and she's really great for uh, the program too, because she has special connections That is, that's
0: helping us Brittany's former role and what those special connections are, just so people have some context. Sure. Yeah. So uh her
1: name's Brittany Kamisic. She's just joined us this year and she's our grade two, three teacher, and she's a former 2018 Miss Rodeo Canada. She's so great. Like she, the amount of people that she knows and has connections to, she's eager about the program. Right now, she's actually down at the NFR right now, doing her specialty down there. She's got her clothing line that she promotes and yeah, she's just working on what she does down there. so
0: so to have people like you and her who are so uh, connected in the industry just helps every aspect of it. as you uh, look forward, and I know they're like it's just you you use the word wild things are going quite quickly and changing quickly. What moves are you and the school and maybe the egg society making so that there's gonna be sustainability of a project like this?
1: Yeah, I think that's what keeps me up at night (laughs) because when you're creating such a new program there's there's so many hurdles and red tape but I would say that the thing that keeps coming back that will help us stay sustainable is the fact that we're creating these modules that are agricultural and rodeo based and that Everybody loves to see, and I think that's where we're getting a lot of support as well. They're excited to see it happen and have students learning and maybe staying in the industry. So we have that support, and I think now we're at the point now where we're about to try and go out and, and find some sponsors to help us along this way and um, people who want to get behind behind our program that way. Having the rodeo and agricultural-based modules is will keep us going because people are pretty excited to see students uh, learning things that will help them stay in the industry.
0: Well we've been talking with other Prairie Rose possibilities about how you know being in the industry doesn't necessarily just mean you're a a bull rider or a roper. The industry's wide and to help our students realize that oh maybe I maybe my role is going to be a farrier or maybe I mean you know Britney's got a clothing line like there's so many different ways That staying in the industry can look like. And so that's pretty exciting. You also mentioned kids going south to the United States for college, all of those things would certainly have an impact. Michelle, we've talked about a lot of big goals that seem to be on the horizon for the Foremost Rodeo Academy. Is there one big goal for the end of of this year, the 2022-23 season that you have in mind as a group? I just really want to get the kids out there and get them riding with coaches. I think that's the big
1: thing. And hopefully we'd like to, within the next week or couple of weeks, we'd like to start opening it up and uh, potentially host some billet students that can come as well. So that's, that's really big. We'd like to start them with our new semester and then get the students out riding and get the program rolling. I think if we can do that, then for, for right now, that's our short-term goal, but uh, long-term goal is a lot of big dreams and we're pretty excited about it. So,
0: well, it has been exciting to listen to those big dreams and their some of the Genesis stories, Michelle. And so we certainly look forward to connecting with you in the spring in May and June and hearing what the next steps are.